Hi guys, welcome back for our Vanderpump Rules recap. Now, last night, as you know, we did our Vanderpump Rules after party with Jason and everyone loves it because he makes a cocky for you. Last night, it was called the Watermelon Mistress. And if you got a sneak peek, I guess you would see me in my underwear because Jason thought it was funny to pan the camera over. Thanks, Jason. Um, I will be returning the favor soon. Don't worry, guys. All right, with that, all kidding aside, before we jump in, if you haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. And let's welcome Jason. Hello. Hi. Okay, with that said, though, I always say you should wear pants. I like, never wear pants. I know. You like wear pants, girl. Like when you're working, <laughs> wear some pants. <laughs> I like to, I feel like that's what everybody did during the P word when everybody got to stay home because everyone would go on Zooms. They would put on like a button up and a blazer and they would just be in their underwear. And that was cool. It was the vibe. Yeah. Well, now we don't have the P word. So wear some pants. That's the new P word, pants. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Rosa, yay, we get both of you. Yeah, guys, we had a couple people in mind to collaborate with this week, but we have so many weeks left. We literally have two more months of Vanderpump Rules recaps, and that might even bleed into June with the pickup parts of post-production and the reunion. So we have so many fun collaborations coming. Actually, if you didn't catch the after party last night, before we get into all of the madness of this episode, we do have a very special guest joining us for our Vanderpump Rules members only live this upcoming Monday. Jason, can you let them know if they don't? Yes, absolutely. Um, By the way, is this our first time recapping an episode this season together? Besides Um, the after parties? I think it is. I really, it might be. Well, that's crazy. Um, anyway, so if you join us on our Monday night members only lives, we are doing like the Vanderpump Rules edition behind the curtain kind of deal where we share our stories, our memories and kind of our really in-depth thoughts and knowledge on the Vanderpump restaurant bubble that we used to work in with all of these people you're watching on the show. But this Monday, Richardson is going to join us and we're going to talk about our experiences in the restaurants. Because like I said on our last night's after party is when you work in these restaurants, right? You know how everyone complains and I do complain the most about this, about there's no diversity on Vanderpump Rules. There's no representation for the gay community, even though all three of her restaurants sit in the heart of Boys Town. Yeah. When you actually work at the restaurants, there is that uh, there is that identity there. Like everyone is there. It's diverse. It's represented. And you don't get to see that on the show. So it's kind of fun to talk about what doesn't happen on the show at the restaurants. I agree with you. Um, Jason, by the way, last night we took a page from Andy Cohen's um, Watch What Happens Live show. And we just I wanted to play a drinking game while Jason was talking since you guys were all drinking cocktails. And I totally Leah McSweeney'd it because I am not drinking right now. So I was like, let me just watch everybody else get lit. (laughs) <laughs> and the word was Tom. Judy said, I got drunk on tequila shots and lime. I think everybody might have got drunk because Jason oh was my like, God. when Tom said, and Tom and Rachel, and I was like, drink, drink, drink again. He's like, what no. are you typing? I'm like, keep it's, drinking. But those after parties are crazy. Like, listen, I think, you know, I'll, I'll drink like the day we do the after party. Like I'll have some wine while I get ready and like try to make a, a recipe. But what I'm starting to do, guys, is if you join us for the after party, like we'll put up the after party probably this weekend and I'll already have the recipe for the drink if you guys want to make it with me. It's just kind of fun. I do a play on all of the cocktails at the Vanderpump restaurants. Yes. All right. Well, with that, Jason, shall we 
shall we? But should we start with the episode or are we going to start with Watch What Happens Live? Oh, no, we're going to build the room and we're going to get to Watch What Happens Live because that was because this shirt I'm wearing today, by the way, up and Adam Live, you can get this merch. I actually love this shirt, it fits me like a glove, so this is great. But this Tom right here is not Tom Sandoval today, it's Tom Schwartz. Girl, bye. Crazy. Girl, bye. In the words Okay, I do want to say, too, we have almost 100 likes. Once we get to 300 likes in the room, we will get into the Watch What Happens Live, but we have time because there's a lot to discuss. Now, we pick up the episode where we left, left off, and that's with James and Ariana going back and forth. She's had enough. We're supposed to be celebrating wedding bliss. It's Sheena's second wedding. Second time's the charm. Not the third, the second. And... <laughs> Tom Sandoval starts giving James a little bit of maybe words of encouragement. I don't know. And he's like, listen, sometimes, James, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, I know. I think I rolled my eyes like in the back of my head. I mean, James was like, who the f- does he think he is? Uncle Ben from Spider-Man? Shut the f- up with that. And I'm like... <laughs> Can you do a James impression? Can you do James? No, I can't. I can't. When I do the after party, I have like three drinks in me. I can do whatever you want. But like, no. (laughs) No, but he does get kind of erratic. He's like, you know, like, who do you think he is? I'm DJ James Kennedy. It's like, ah, dude, you're driving me nuts. Like, sometimes he drives me nuts. But it's great TV. I kind of agree with James a lot this particular episode, which we'll get into in a second. Yes. All right. So we're going to get back to the fight of it all. But before we do, Katie and Tom go out and they're trying to have a nice dinner because really for the fans, I get where production was going with this. We're going to be behind the fourth wall this whole time. We're going to look at this from what Jason and I have seen being around them actually filming the show and being around the producers. Jeremiah is a great guy. He's been around the cast for a long time um, and he's seen some shit for sure. But With Katie and Tom, I think what production tried doing here was giving closure to the fans. Because so far this season, we only see sort of a lot of downs in this relationship. But rightfully so, we're going through a divorce. There's a reason that they're getting a divorce. It means that they cannot agree and they might not necessarily be getting along. Not everybody is kumbaya like, okay, everything's okay. We just fell out of love. Let's go our separate way. Not everybody is Dolores and Frank. And it took them a long time to get there. But as they're talking and celebrating this French restaurant of a dinner in Mexico, talking about celebrating the sale of their home and their divorce, shit goes downhill really quick. It does. And, you know, like I was kind of admirable at the beginning and I was kind of like, wow, you guys are like, this is great. You know, obviously, you know, I think Katie said it best was, you know, I know he loved me then. I don't think he liked me. And it's very, very obvious. I actually, for the first time ever, you know, because I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Katie on the show. I like her as a person, but I felt bad for her. You know, it's like, yeah, get away from that a hundred percent because he never had your back in the marriage. He doesn't have your back now, you know, even as a friend, he's, it's very like, like, listen, if you're wrong, I'll tell you later, but I'm always going to have your back. You know what I mean? Like you and I, but it just, it doesn't, it never was like that with them. They never had a great like thing going on. Well, and I feel like too, for Katie, I I feel like, you know, she wins and she loses in this sense because, you know, she is playing the husband wife card, but you totally lose that card when you file for divorce. 
And then she's yeah. like, you're going to take Brockside, who you've talked to three times this year because you're his groomsman, which we know he's a groomsman because it fits into the show, just like Ariana was a groomswoman because it fit into the show. We know how this works, okay? So I, I get what she's trying to say here, but you no longer, unfortunately, take priority when you are the one who initiated a divorce. Like, I do, I couldn't even tell you. I feel like this was pretty chill for a divorce celebration of a dinner because Jason and I would probably take a page out of the New Jersey handbook and be flipping. One of us over. wouldn't be living. So th- yes. that's that's one thing. But, uh, you know, I, it just it's not possible. I, I don't think they've really taken the time to realize that the, this is it, you know, and that it just feels kind of like leftover things. They're going back into the same arguments, the same things that drove them to where they are now. It doesn't seem worth it. It's like, maybe you really just need to separate for a while. And that can happen later down the road. But those feelings are still, you know, they're they're still there. They're still, you know, yeah, it's, it's too new. It's too new. I, I think it's too new, too. And I think that for Tom Schwartz, too, you know, I you know how like everybody says that they see two sides to Louis. I feel like for him, he's like, you could tell where he's getting ready to just like rip into Katie. And then all of a sudden the waiter comes back over and he's like, he's like, you know, Katie, it's actually, and then the waiter walks over and he's like, how is everything? And he's like, oh, it's so good. Thank you so much. That could just be like, I I noticed that too, but I'm like, this is what makes him a good, like, um, mascot for his restaurant. You know what I mean? Cause he can do that. He can, he can play to all of that. And he, but I, I see what you're saying, and it, it's it's definitely as as this episode goes on, as we've seen Schwartz this this season. I as much as Katie can be a pain in the butt, like I wouldn't want to be married to Schwartz either. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Ebony Dix for the love and support. I agree, Rosa. Members only have been lit. Hey guys, thank hey, you. Hey, thanks. We're so excited that everybody's loving them so far. So far, we've only gotten positive feedback. So thank you, thank you. Except for one yeah, person seriously. who messaged me and said, "Shut the." up about the members only and i was like bye girl girl bye except without the time on that one sorry yeah okay now we're gonna pan back over to this dinner that's going on that christina kelly crashed because we have james who's realizing in the moment you know what i've up, ariana i apologize i didn't mean to get you know heated with you like that will you accept my apology and i'm like there you go james that's good that's progress. And then he goes, by the way, Sheena, you're going on that catamaran tomorrow. Lala said she's not going. Are you going, Lala? Yep, she's not going. And Sheena goes, what? <laughs> Lala? And Lala goes, why? Why did you need to? Why was that necessary? And he's like, well, you weren't going to go. So James was literally like, if you're going to tip me, I'm going to tat you. Yeah, that's how it seemed. Although I don't understand why Lala wouldn't go. Like, does, does Raquel hold that much over you? No, she that said she great. doesn't feel safe with Rachel. Why doesn't she feel safe with Rachel? What is Rachel going to do? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, a, great, that's a great question. Is like, what... Uh, in the live chat, I'm curious, guys. What about Rachel makes Lala feel unsafe? Do you think it's because she feels like she's in a vulnerable place right now with everything going on with Randall that she like knows she has the ability to just tear into somebody's face and she doesn't want to let herself get there because she's going through a custody battle and everything's being watched. Like, is that the safety issue that she's talking about? Cause she for damn sure is not worried about Raquel, Rachel putting hands on her. Like that's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was it's, safety. 
I don't know. It, it's, you know, it seems like, you know, I, I don't know. Lots of hypocrisy from Lala in this past few episodes, especially in this episode, that we're I'm going to get into and explain how I feel. Again, really love Lala, but, you know, I feel like when you're on a high horse, right? Like, she's on a high horse right now. She's separated. She knows everything. She's sober, which is amazing. We talked about her sobriety journey on our podcast, actually, and it, it's amazing. I it's four years but now. I feel like... She wants to teach everyone from the lessons she's had, but she's made those mistakes. You know what I mean? And everyone deals with mistakes differently. So we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, I don't know. If you're there to support Sheena on her wedding, and this is what the girls are doing, why wouldn't why wouldn't you go on the catamaran? Definitely Raquel was an excuse. You know, and I think it's one of those things too, when you start a sobriety journey, I feel like people are rooting for you, but then they also don't want you to be that annoying person who all of a sudden they're used to you being one way and then you start preaching to the rest of the group because you decided to make change. I feel like if you're going to be sober and you know that's your journey and you still want to keep the same friends, that's your journey. That's something that you decided to made for yourself. You can't project that on other people. They don't have the same problem you do, maybe. And I don't even know if it's a projection thing that she has, but when she is all good in whatever she's all good in, she loves to tell everybody how to get there or what they're doing wrong. Like when she was with Randall, she had the best relationship ever. The, the yeah. most amazing. Let me tell you how we have such a good re- We have it. I got it. We're good. You know what I mean? And you throw that in people's faces. And now look, you know, it's it's the same thing, you know, like when they were on the catamaran with Allie and, and her going up to James. Now, to my knowledge, Lala only had a hookup with James or a couple hookups or whatever during the time with Raquel. Not a full-blown relationship. But here's Lala offering advice to Allie about... This is how James is. You get kind of warped into this 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 thing and you know it's exciting and it, all that stuff. All this weird advice and it's like let her figure that out for herself. She's a big girl and you weren't in a relationship with James. You know? Right. If anyone's going to offer advice to to Ali, it's going to be Raquel, but I mean, that's the last person you want to take a relationship advice from at this point, right? Right, because Lala was more in a situationship with James. Right. That's what it was. You guys were having fun. You were running around together and you guys knew that you were the two villains on the show. So that it's just like you were fueling each other's fires. But someone said in the live chat, and I thought that that was an interesting point. I just had it up here for forever that they don't think it was a safety issue for Lala. They feel honestly that she just wanted to spend time with Katie and Christina, her girls. And I thought the same thing. Really? Because now we have this awkward dynamic, right? Because of Sheena and Katie, like not necessarily agreeing on everything that she can't be a part of it. And there's this awkward dynamic going on, especially when, you know, Katie and Christina, who aren't invited to any of the festivities or whatever, are at the pool by themselves or having dinner right next to like the big party of the night. You know, it's just awkward. It's like they should all just be in one place at that point. Right, right. Um, Michelle said Lala was there as a bridesmaid, but wasn't acting like one. I mean, get your ass I, on the I catamaran. Get both sides of this too. <laughs> One, okay. So Lala was saying in her confessional, she's like, "Jesus, it's like we have the spa day, you have the breakfast, you have the rehearsal dinner, the rehearsal for the rehearsal dinner, then you have the actual dinner, then we're going on a catamaran, then we have to go to the pool, then we have to go hang out after the pool." So she's have you been to a wedding, especially right. a destination wedding. Everything is planned. There's always a schedule. There's like this, then there's that. That's just how it goes. You're at a wedding. You know, I also so, love when somebody gives me an itinerary. I mean, Give- I do I do too, to be honest. Yeah. I love 
I love having my little boundaries and like, okay, we're doing this. So I know what I can do to get myself ready to do this. So if there's a schedule, just prepare yourself. Well, and also too, let's not sleep on the fact that you're getting paid a shit ton of money to be on this vacation and you don't have to come out of pocket for anything unless you just want to spend the money on like, let's say like you want to buy some clothes for yourself or whatever, but your room is covered by production. You're getting paid a lot of money to go on the vacation, to go there, to hang out with your girls, to be a part of a wedding. It's like, it's okay. Yeah. This isn't the end of the world. Agreed. I mean, especially a bridesmaid, you want to be there to support Sheena. Now, remember, we see all the twists and turns and the things that you wish you could go back and do. You know, on Jersey, we're watching uh, Melissa and Joe are not going to be going to Melissa's wedding. And that's like missed opportunity because you don't know what the future holds because that's always going to be a grudge held. Say Louis and, and I know I'm getting off track here, but Louis and Teresa, like they make it, they're doing well. And then later down the line, you kind of close the gap in, in that relationship with Melissa and Joe and you guys are all hanging out. She's always going to remember you didn't attend the wedding. So like being a bridesmaid at Sheena's wedding, it's better to be the bridesmaid who supports, who goes and does everything because now you guys have a house next to next door to each other in Palm Springs. And now you have those, you know what I mean? Like it's always best to just put your best foot forward, girl. So I'm glad she went on the catamaran, but on the catamaran, I just didn't love that whole conversation with Allie. Absolutely. Uh, JLo5 said, question, does Christina Kelly get paid to be on the show? She absolutely gets paid to be on the show, but if I had to guess... It's only one of two ways. She's definitely not salaried. She's either a day rate, which would be a very low day rate, yeah. or she's probably getting paid anywhere from $60,000 or less to be on the show. Yeah, okay. So I don't know how it works. I know, you know, a new cast members, they come on and they make like, what, it's like three grand for their first season or something, something not worth doing. But um, they get she gets to pick up where she left off. So I believe that's she That's what was I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how it works for the tier program. They look at it as like she's been in, I believe it's been three, it was three seasons. So this would be her fourth. But also they could structure it as like a day rate where it's like, you know, maybe not that great of a day rate. So yeah, she's not getting paid a lot of money. But Um, then again, here's the exposure, the Bravo seniority. Right. Um, Lulu said 60,000 is nothing to sneeze at. I, I 100%, I'm saying that compared to the other cast members who are making 600 plus thousand. Also, when she gets paid 60,000, you have to remember like 40% of that is going to California state taxes, like and federal taxes. So it's, she doesn't just keep $60,000. She's probably walking at the end of it with like 30, which is still a lot of money, right? But compared to her co stars, yeah, it's not. It's definitely. It doesn't hold a candle. Um, I mean, that's right. really that's like minimum wage in California at this point. Like you, you need that to get by. At yeah. least. Crazy. I mean, all right. So I want to get to the Katie of it all now. After this situation, Katie and Christina meet up in the room to talk, and when they're talking, she was like, "Listen, I don't think like I honestly, it is what it is. He's never defended me, and she's Christina's reminding her." You know, Katie, I think that this is just a reminder of why you're leaving him in the first place. And ding dong, we have a visitor. (laughs) Lord have mercy. And right here, this is so funny. This is why I pulled this photo because right here, you can see Katie's body language towards Raquel, almost like she knows everything. But look at Christina looking down like, oh shit. Yeah, what what an awkward moment. What did you think about this moment? Well, I mean... 
they go from talking about the disaster of a dinner and when Raquel shows up, I thought that Raquel was going to say something to Katie like, hey, I know that this is kind of awkward. You know, I think that we had a miscommunication and got off on a bad foot. And I just wanted to say to you, can we restart? Not even necessarily, and I'm sorry, but is there I any thought way the same thing. I did not expect her to come in and be like, well, Sheena sent me over here to tell you that you are no longer welcome in any of the preferred access areas of the resort, whether it's the pool, like anything wedding. She just doesn't want you to be there. And then Christina Kelly's like, am I a part of that? And she's like, actually, yes. You are also, she doesn't want you to be there either. And Katie's just like, hold on. Can I just play this really quick? You want to see what Katie thought? Let me play this for you. Real quick. This is exactly what Katie said about last night's episode. You guys are going to freaking die. If you didn't watch my pre-record from this morning, if you did, I'm replaying it right now. Hold on. Okay, cool. Well, tonight was a spicy Vanderpump Rules night. Starting with that terrible dinner I had with Schwartz that just probably shouldn't have happened. But, um, you know, it was, it served a purpose. We'll say that. And then with Rachel coming to my room to tell me where I can and can't go, <laughs> don't ever do that. See? Ever. Because I will do what I want. Um, and then ending with that creepy uncle kiss. Like, looking back, like, I don't even know why I was tripping over that. But, like, <laughs> whatever. Um, and then watch what happens live. Tom, I have two words for you. Media training. Because you're just going to say whatever lands in your head. And that's not good. Wow. She's spot on with that. I cannot wait to get to watch what happens live because I have thoughts too. I mean, but we media all have training, thoughts. there's a lot of training that needs to happen. Etiquette training, because like, you know, like Tom at the dinner table last night, chewing, you know, bread and I'm talking at the same time, like not being able to dress, comb his hair. Like we have so much to talk about. I feel like the way it's we're crazy. making, we're being total Rick and Kelly's right now, like with the impersonations. Okay, hold up here. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Kelly, aren't they insane bards? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, why does Kelly that make look- me laugh? No, <laughs> we're not being Rick and Kelly's. <laughs> okay, so hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Okay, let's get back to it for a second. So then, <laughs> then we have Rachel go back down to the party, and Sheena was like, "Hey, where did you go?" And she's like, "So I went to I talk did to something Katie. For you. I went to talk to Katie, and I told her that she is not welcome." And Sheena goes, I freaking love you. And then she says in her confessional, to be honest with you, when I said a bridesmaid needs to tell her, I didn't think that she would actually go tell her. She's like, I was kind of joking about it. But Rachel was like, this is my moment. And I'm like, Rachel, she literally ran with the witches of WeHo. Kristen, Stassi, Katie. It's You got to back down, girl. You're not a match. Like maybe Christina Kelly. Sure. Yeah. Charlie, maybe. Allie. I mean, why would you go after Allie? She's like the sweetest girl ever. But like, not Katie, not Lala. And obviously she went after Sheena and that got proved false. Anyways, okay. (laughs) We're going to keep it going. Now, Brock is having a guy's day sort of day club party. God. 
Yes. Can we, we ask? Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but can we ask the live chat because I see it rolling right now. If you would rather be, because we asked this last night on our after party, would you rather be at the pool hanging out with Katie and Christina? Would you rather be at that Brock uh, groomsman event or would you rather be on the catamaran with Sheena? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I mean... The pool looked great, okay? I'm (laughs) I'm not changing my answer. I, I still say I would have rather been... The catamaran had floaties. You could float in the ocean. Sheena said that the water's so warm. It was crystal clear blue. Nothing can eat me in a pool, but people piss in pools, and I don't like pools because of that reason. I mean, <laughs> Especially honestly, at resorts. Yeah, when, when Rachel's like, so the preferred pool is the swim-up pool with the with the swim up bar that's a bar that's inside of the pool that you can get like drinks at um that's the pool you're not allowed at i'm sitting there thinking yes you swim up to this pool girl but then you swim up to the pool and you're drinking the pool it's like when you go to your local koa and you go camping and everybody has their cooler on the side of the pool and they're not getting out they just keep opening more drinks and then they're pissing in the pool it's a big cesspool and the the thing is though about that is like it's so funny to listen to her tell katie and christina who have worked in the hospitality industry for a long time right and vip hospitality like if they want to get in somewhere or go somewhere, they will find a way. You know what I mean? It's 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 so funny. So it, you're not allowed here. It's, like, it's okay, so funny. Everybody's saying, you. well, for the most part, it's definitely the catamaran and the pool. But I think I'm seeing more pool than catamaran, which is really what did you? Are you thinking? not seeing it? Maybe we just don't have a heavy gay audience today. But did, I, no one wants to be at Brock's groom's thing. I mean, I don't, and I'm. I'm gay, but that was probably the gayest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Where they're all wearing the speedos with a like a drag sort of brock, and then they're all touching each other's peepees. Yeah, and smacking each other's asses. I mean, James put it the right way. He's like, I've lived a life. Like I've lived in London, I've lived in Ibiza, I've lived in these places, and I'm open to some stuff, but this is just kind of weird. And I was like, yeah. It is. I mean, like, listen, we've seen weird things, but it was just, I think, the actual people that we're talking about doing, it was just strange. It was yeah. such a, what did James say? Broagra? Take some oh, Broagra yeah. and be like, yeah, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Renee said, so Adam funny. is jealous no, of thanks. Raquel. I'm not jealous. She does have a better nose job, though. I will say that. Um, Brock is so handsome. Yeah, Brock is a good looking guy. He's a good Dude, looking guy. With his guy. haircut, he is like yes. he went from like a, a an eight to a ten. Yeah, no, and I think the cool part is too, especially from my time being around them for the party. He's just such a good freaking dad to their baby, and he loves loves Sheena. So I'm Team Brock all day. But listen, who wants to who wants to talk about the team anything? We want to talk about the shit show that is yeah happening on vanderpump rules okay now pan over we have drunk schwartz drunk schwartzy not in this moment but this is another drunk schwartzy and he thought the girl dancing in the pool was raquel and tom was like is it i don't think it is and goes on to mention that him and ariana check out women and men together i wasn't (laughs) surprised by this but i was reading all over twitter our live chat really behaved last night. By the way, guys, 900 in the room. I told you we'll get to watch what happens live as soon as you hit 300 likes. Right now we have 200. So keep yeah, smashing that the like button. button if you want to talk about the watch what happens live shenanigans. Sorry, Sheena, I didn't mean to steal that from you. But my whole thing is getting back to it. I was reading on Twitter, people are like, 
Tom's bisexual, Tom's bisexual, Tom, Tom, Tom. You can't just assume that somebody might be playing for both teams. Can you just let you know? He just let you know that he, I mean, he didn't say he was bi, but he maybe appreciates a male figure. Listen, I can kind of relate to that because we're gay, obviously, you know, but I, I can tell you when I see a beautiful woman. Speak for yourself. No, but yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. So maybe I I have bi eyes. I might have bi eyes. You know what I mean? I have bi eyes, but one tries. (laughs) Or maybe, you know, I was, I was thinking I, I, maybe he was a trisexual and he tried it and he didn't like it. And that was, you know, like his thing. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Now I think it's, and I don't know how people feel about this. Sorry. God, I'm interrupting you a lot today and I feel bad. No, it's okay. I feel like women have like Ariana. I, I feel like women are just more comfortable with themselves in general and they explore more of of that because they they're just more connected you know so sometimes i think like you know it would be easier for a girl to be by okay i don't know where this conversation's going but no i'm just saying like ariana maybe you know everyone says i mean she's even said she's kind of fluid right but like i i don't think it's really hard to label it yeah, that's why I don't I don't agree with labeling people because I feel like once you start labeling people, you're speaking on their behalf. And we learned at our live show, Ariana does not like when people speak on her. Speak well, the, I only bring that up because everyone is, is slamming her too. You know, you see, well, you know, it's it's her fault too. She was bisexual and she hooked up with Lala in the backseat of the car. And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I, you know what I mean? And it's like, she didn't want to have sex with him anyway. That Not necessarily, you don't, we don't know that, so... But I, I was just saying it's kind of, I don't know. Well, also, to be fair, if you watch the mid-season trailer, when she said that she didn't want to have sex with him, she said it was because she felt like she was having sex with a total stranger. And if you're out here having sex with everybody else, because we heard about the rumored bandmate that got fired because you allegedly hooked up with her, we know that you were having this affair with Rachel. So if you're out here hooking up with all of these other people while trying to open a million-dollar bar and also running this band with like nine other people on it and putting on a whole freaking Broadway musical... Yeah, when do you have time to pay attention to your girlfriend at the time, especially who is talking about struggling with mental health and emotional distress? It just screams, asshole. Yeah, it's bad. Yes. I heard a rumor three, four days ago, other podcasters have broadcasted that Sandoval is already cheating on Rachel. What do you say, boys? Well, Jax Taylor was the one who put that out there. I mean, would I be surprised? No, because he no. cheated on Kristen. He cheated on Ariana with Miami Girl. Cheated on Ariana with Rachel. Cheated on Ariana allegedly with a bandmate. No, I wouldn't be the surprised. The level if he cheated of on narcissism is crazy, though. Like you know, Tom loves Tom. Like you know that. Like Tom literally loves Tom. Yet yeah, he thinks he is a legend in his own right. So, like to see him like even you just notice things now too like like we always say we're watching this show through a different lens right now and you see tom he just really enjoys his thoughts like i have this great idea and then he's like dancing he's like yeah man 
like just like telling himself he's like he's got the moves you know and he's it's it's crazy when someone is like that and they love themselves so much it it's they're capable of anything here's the thing that i see a lot of as is a lot of people are saying and i said this last night on the after party a lot of people are saying you know how you get them is how you lose them which i agree with but here's the here's the thing is they were in an adult relationship. They weren't in their their twenties, you know, their their young twenties. They're like twenty two. I'm working at Sir. Um, I'm, you know, whatever a party kid. They've established a relationship, Ariana and Tom, of almost a decade, right? right? And they have a house together. They were making moves together, and 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 stuff like that. So this is a little. It sits a little different that someone would go behind her back for so many months. Seven eight, maybe nine months, you know, and, and have this secret and have this, this deceptiveness. It's just like, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. It is not the same thing. And we heard Tom Schwartz on watch what happens live talk about how he wanted to do the right thing, but we'll get into that. But this is what makes it different than like the Kristen Tom situation, you know? Right. And also I, I didn't realize Tom Sandoval is younger than um, Ariana Maddox. She's 37 and he is 35. So mm. interesting. Okay, so Hold let's pan no back over. We're leaving Mexico for a second and we're back at Villa Rosa. A thousand in the room, guys. Smash hey, that like button. Now, Lisa Vanderpump is talking to her husband, Ken, while they're waiting for Pandora, her daughter, her son-in-law, Jason Sabo, and her cute little grandbaby, Teddy, to come over for probably some, I don't know, high tea or whatever rich people do. Which yes, I'm, I'm actually not jealous of Rachel, but I am jealous of them. I will say that. <laughs> now, I, I love that we get into the conversation where Lisa is stepping into this motherly role because part of me is like, you are way overstepping. But for her, she's looking at them like, I've been around these guys for 10 years and I just want to help them. And she's trying to tap into that because they're paying the lease on this building. Greg is their partner. Greg keeps delaying the opening because he wants everything to be perfect because this is his thing. This is what he does for a living. He opens up businesses. And she said, I want to pull him aside and tell him to pull his finger out of his ass. I mean, it's hard to know what to believe, though, right? Like, was this for production? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Or what, from what we've seen, Tom and Tom, like, Tom Sandoval hasn't put much effort into pushing this opening. Tom Schwartz is kind of lackadaisical when it comes to, like, that business anyway. Lackadaisical. What am I, what am I saying? I can't talk today. You know, so they're kind of like, sloths they're moving at a very slow pace you know oh and and it needs to open i don't think it's all on greg okay by the way you guys are right he was born in 19 oh he was born july 7th 1983 he his birthday is the day after mine tom sandoval i thought it says my age i let me just bring this up really quick because i just want you guys to know that i was not looking into it and just trying to assume that i knew i literally just googled it really quick and it said 35 years old and that was the first thing that i read off so that was my problem sorry guys maybe he changed his wikipedia probably (laughs) oh my god adam you swore i vicky lvp swore (laughs) she said take your finger out of your ass i did not say that well i repeated it i'm a repeat offender but you are a repeat offender It's funny because in this moment, the Toms think that they can open in 10 days, yet they're spending five of those days in Mexico 
again, this goes to my point. Like, you know, Tom Schwartz was also complaining that Sandoval spent time working on the band and escaping and, and you know, doing his thing. But like, it, it seems like there's a lot of like, not focus happening. And it, yeah. they, it's not only Greg to blame. You have three people or business partners together. I guess there's a fourth. Is Brett one of the business partners? The manager? I think yeah. I heard he was at one point or something like that. Anyway, you have um, you have multiple partners here. And yes, we have seen signs. We saw when Tom Tom was opening how like not structured they are, right? So right. it's not all on Greg. You know, Lisa knows that. I mean, well, that's what she said. She's like, I don't think he knows who he's getting in business with. Right. All right. Well, let's go back to Mexico. So everybody board your Delta Airlines right now because we are checking in, <laughs> going through TSA. If you're not pre-TSA, well, just check your ass in the regular line. And we are headed back. Here we are at the white party. Vanessa D, no worries, Adam. Love you anyways. Thank you. I am human and I make mistakes. Shit happens. Anyways, back at the welcome okay, Mexico. white party. James and Allie, this is right before James and Allie talk about the advice that Lala ended up giving her. Now, James was not happy about this because he wants to know why. Why don't you focus on your own life? Because you ended up getting with this guy for a fucking pickleball court. You ended up getting engaged to Fat Man. I'm like, he really is funny. I mean, he's funny. I mean, like, and I agree with everything he's, he said this episode. I agreed that he apologized to Ariana and the way he handled that. I agreed the way he, you know, has has treating Ali so far with with you know, of course, the fight with Ariana. Um, he's he's not wrong, right? But this goes back to the tit for tat, which they are both very good at, because Lala is attacking James in her confessionals, talking about how he sucks people in, and then. James was literally like, oh yeah, by the way, Sheena, Lala's not going on the catamaran. And then Lala's like, okay, bitch, I got your number. Goes on the catamaran and tells Allie to be careful. And she's like, no, I know. And she's like, no, but it's going to get worse. And then Allie brings that back. Yeah, but this is the thing that I have the problem with. Like I said earlier, is Lala is putting her own thoughts on the things. It's like, whenever she's in a good place or she feels good, she loves to to teach and point fingers at everyone else. And this is not, it, it doesn't, who knows if it's going to get worse because Allie isn't you. Allie is not Raquel. You were not in a relationship with James, right? Okay. You were in a situationship or whatever the hell you called it, right? So, situationship. Situationship. So it's, it's, it's different. And I agree with James here. Like, back off. What did you think about Rob Lowe's son last night when he was asked, do you think that James is moving too fast with Allie? And he said, yes. Um, listen, to each of their own when it comes to this, and it depends on the person. I mean, you we know, moved it, in together after how long? Two months? A month and a half? She, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, there was situation, there was things happening, like you were moving and it was just very convenient. You know what I mean? But it depends. It's to each their own, right? Like we were very comfortable with each other. And hello, 10 years later, here we are. Um, yeah, it just depends. It really depends. Yeah. I mean, guys, I want to ask you in the live chat what your thoughts are about this. Do you think, because people were going off in the live chat earlier saying that the way that he's telling her how to dress, the way that he's saying, you know, do the spinny thing. Okay. You just embarrassed me because you didn't do the spinny thing. Like, some uh, that's weird. That he's, well, some people that's are saying weird. that he's coming off a little like anxious. 
and also a little controlling. But this, this yeah. is all an edit too. But then is it because it's still you are the one who's putting this out there being edited? I, what I think it is, is when it comes to that spinny thing at the party, it's like he wants to show off that they are doing so well that he is in this relationship. And it's so great. Look how beautiful and amazing she is, which she is, you know, and and when she doesn't partake in that like kind of showmanship with him, then he got kind of like pissy. But other than that, I think she sometimes looks at it though because Allie's a very smart girl. I think that sometimes, and she said this in her confessionals, I think sometimes she reads through the putting on a show for everybody else around because mm-hmm. you have to think about it. She's not used to being around the cameras like this, like the rest of them are. And she also knows what her relationship has been like with him leading up to the point before the cameras came on. Because Has she not been on a show before? She was on some Nashville or Texas reality. T- yes, some bullshit okay. show that didn't do anything. Um, so this is like a real actual hit show. I'm not trying to diss her. I was going to say what Nashville, Texas. Like what's better? I, no, I'm saying Texas. it was like, she's like, I'm going to college in Nashville and I'm going to be a songwriter. And then it was all of a sudden she was on stage and she was in like an auditorium and she's like, don't go chase him. Like, and she was singing country versions of just different songs. And the guy was like, that's amazing, Allie. Keep going. I'm just waiting for a different name to come out. Like Raquel is actually Rachel. Is Allie like, I don't know who. I, you know, I don't really call Raquel Rachel only because I, I respect so many Rachels all over the world and they didn't do anything wrong. But um, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but getting back to it, I think that Ali really, she's a, she's incredibly smart and she's super sweet. And I think that she reads through these moments where Agreed. she feels like James might be putting on for the camera and she doesn't really necessarily know how to also turn that button on. You know, like how Lala said, I don't just rip people's heads off every single day when there's no cameras around, but I do understand I have a contract and I need to turn it on when they are. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Agreed. So let's go over really quick because before this white party happened, Christina Kelly snuck over to Sheena's room. Wow. 1200 in the room, everyone. Hello. Um, We're going to get to watch what happens live in a minute. We're just getting through the rest of this episode. But Christina Kelly went over to have an adult mature conversation. I really appreciate this conversation because as you could see from the skanky girls quinceanera dress comment about the last wedding, making fun of Sheena, talking shit about Sheena, and then having the audacity to show up to Sheena's wedding uninvited. Yeah. That kind of just makes you like, what are you doing, right? But she gets it. She went with with Katie to support Katie. Production wanted Katie to go, obviously. I get exactly why Christina Kelly is there. But I like seeing the evolution and how much she has grown as a person to be able to say, even though this doesn't align with how Katie feels about Sheena, I can form my own opinion. I'm not just going to be Katie's puppet. And I can go have a conversation and be like, I know I said some shit about you in the past. I just want to apologize and I would like to move forward and I don't want to bring any bad energy to your wedding. And Sheena received it. No. And I thought that was great because listen, we talk about all the time, like, you know, even with Lala, like people evolve, right? Look look who she's turned into, you know, from that first, you know, Lauren from Salt Lake into who she is now and, and her, her journey, she's evolving, like she's growing it just is a testament to Christina's like age, maturity, like time has moved on. You don't always have to be 
thinking the same thing, doing the same thing. I thought it was a great conversation. And I'm really happy that Sheena received it that way because, you know, Sheena has been very kind of like off put. Okay, Christina's coming. Um, she came to my dinner and crashed my dinner with Lala. I think this was a good conversation. It didn't I make agree. Katie very happy because I, I felt like Katie thought she had a sidekick and that she feels safe with Christina. And she's like, why would you give that to Sheena? But then I'm sure Katie and Sheena will ultimately have a conversation like that too. No, and I, I think that they have over the scandal of it all. I think that they've come back together and put these things behind them. But it's Carla totally hit the nail on the head with this one. Katie was PO'd that Christina spoke to Sheena and apologized. At her age, the whole, if I'm mad at them, you need to be too, is weird energy. And that eye roll Katie gave Christina when she said that, it's so true. It's like, I understand, I think... And we talked a little bit about this during the after party when Jason was sipping on his watermelon mistress. Okay. And I, <laughs> you literally showed me in my underwear. So this is fair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think Katie looked at it in that moment like Lala has to come and go. I understand that. She's there for the wedding, but she's also kind of sneaking in to be there for me as well. Christina is the one person I can rely on to be there the whole time. And I'm not going to be alone. But now Christina decided to take it upon herself to go and make that conversation happen. And I feel like Katie's like, oh, is this potentially another... Am I just going to be in Mexico all by myself as if she's like on some island and not at a beautiful resort? I think that's how she's looking at it. I feel like she's very much totally. still in her feelings. Totally. And, I, and she is in her feelings. Like she's dealing with Tom still. You know what I mean? Like that's frustrating in itself. But... I, I understand how Katie might feel like that, but I also understand why Christina probably wanted to talk to Sheena and just clear the air, you know, clear the air from like years of, of bad blood, you know? Yeah. That's okay. All right. So we're going to bring up this one um, really quick. So now Sheena, Tom, Ariana, Brock, and Raquel have Tom Schwartz at the table. Lord. And when they do, they're still bringing Katie up. Mind you, Katie is right across the way at a different table watching the entire white party, literally as she's eating dinner with Christina Kelly. And Tom Schwartz is like, you know, Katie, talking about Katie after Sheena was like, how was the conversation? Give me the cliff notes. What happened? And he's like, I feel like I got closure. Ariana's like, again, with the how many times are you going to get closure? He's like, listen, Bubba is, stop calling her Bubba. Sheena says, you have to stop. No, she's my bubba. She's not your bubba. She's not your bub. She's not your bubba. She's not your bee. She's not your nothing. Nothing to you. She's your divorcee. Okay? How did yeah. you feel about this conversation? Um, I mean, I agree with everyone when it comes to the whole bubba thing. Like, they have to separate. We just watched how they still haven't dealt with hashing out old feelings and old things. So, yeah, I do, I do agree, you know, that he has to, like, move on. Yeah, but also, I'm not going to lie. I understand you do what's best for the business. You're filming a TV show. When Tom Sandoval said to Tom Shorts, I don't want her in our restaurant, I would simply say, piss off. Stop telling me what to do. This is a business that we're doing together. I think it's like you cannot go into business with someone and then feel like they're pulling rank constantly. You don't get to pull rank. All the time. All the all time. The time. And, and you see him do it all the time. Yeah, it's he not talks his to fault. Schwartz like he's stupid. But like, I mean, Schwartz allows it at this point. I mean, it's this has been, this is not a new thing. Like Tom Sandoval didn't stop or start talking to Tom Schwartz like this. He didn't start talking to him like this now. He's been talking to like this since, I don't know, Tom Schwartz has been on the show. 
But I think that's why we see, I feel like he's created this space for Tom Schwartz to be like inferior to him a little bit. And every once in a while, he'll stand up for himself. Like last night when he was throwing Tom Sandoval under the bus, but it's like, and then he thinks it's cute to walk up and awkwardly ask like, you know, ladies, can you just cuff your ears, cuff your ears, Katie, can you please trim my armpit hair? Like he does these little baby things and Lala and Christina even pointed it out. Like sometimes he's just awkward and he like walks away like a little puppy and you feel bad for him. And Lala was like, why the fuck am I feeling bad for him? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm, he he does do this thing and you watch on watch what happens live where he plays this kind of like oh man like you know uh i it's it's that kind of like whatever he's trying to do but like it it doesn't it doesn't come off well and maybe that's why tom feels like he can talk to tom like that i don't know i don't know but weird man like katie you you escaped early on because short seems like a little lost when it comes to thoughts and business and and everything. And the fact that he's coming up to the table saying, oh yeah, she used to, you know, when my armpit hair would get too long, I'm like, you are in your thirties, like open a magazine, learn to manscape, shave, comb your hair, take a shower. Like these are all things that Katie is avoiding at this moment. It's yes. Yeah, no, you're totally right. All right, guys. Well, we have over 400 likes, so we will get into the Watch What Happens Live episode right now. Now, I didn't ask you guys what you would rate the episode last night of Vanderpump Rules, but based off of everything that we heard from Tom Schwartz last night, all of the revelations, all of the new scandal details straight out of his mouth, his feelings, his thoughts, some of the cringy shit that he said, what would you rate Last night's Watch What Happens Live, 1 to 10. Oh, God. I'm going to give it... I, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen, and I'm glad Andy almost had a co-host with uh, John Owen Lowe. Okay? He was, he was great. great. He yeah. was pushing that. He's like, okay, <laughs> like answer the question. Um, I, I, I couldn't take my... I'm going to have to give it a 10. I just I loved listening to Tom fumble over and over again. I think Andy Cohen even called it a word salad. It's like, you're giving me a lot of words. And Tom does that too. He's a very smart, bright guy. So he, well, smart, he's very bright. So he uses these, he's just throws out big words, but it's just word, word, word. There's no actual anything behind it. You know what I mean? There's no answer. There's no anything of what he's saying. I mean, it's coming. Well, yeah, he's talking in circles. We're getting tens, nines, nines, eights. Shorts was a mess last night. Three, ten, 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 eight. I mean, I agree nine. with Katie at this point. It's like media training, you know, yeah. because the media training, it can just let you answer a question, like listen to the question, give an answer, not like think about it. Because when Andy asked Tom, were you Tom's decoy, Tom Sandoval's decoy? He's like, oh, no, no, no. I, I mean, like, you know, like it's just too much thought. So yes, I think you're lying. I totally think he's lying. I think well, that think Tom about it. He admitted he about was lying. Long, yeah, I know. He, they've all admitted they're lying, <laughs> you know? So who do you believe at this point? I definitely don't believe Schwartz and his answers that he had last night on Watch What Happens Live. Well, we're going to get into every single detail, but Norma Maldonado said, I am convinced that Sandoval gave Raquel the same narrative about his relationship with Ariana, that it was ending, that it was coming to an end, that it was done. Yeah, 100% he was feeding her that. 
One million percent. I love you. I'm in love with you. I'm going to leave her. Right now, I'm really concerned for her mental health. I got to figure out everything that's going on with the business. It's not that black and white. It's not that easy. You understand, babe. You know I'm there for you. I don't care about her. I just got to figure it out. We have a home together. It's just different moving parts. We'll be together soon. Oh, he was feeding her all of the sweet nothings. One million percent, Norma. That is absolutely right. But then even when he was saying... See, Belki, Belki is right. Yes, 100%. Yes. Um, Even when he was saying all of this stuff, it's like you knew because he said he mentioned Big Bear with his roommate that he's been going out with Joe, going to Big Bear and then Raquel being there. And he's like, what was I supposed to say at that point? They were in love. Well, then you're still, it's not just being a decoy. You're still very much so aware and you're still covering. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And Angelique uh, so said, confusing. I fell into the tea shorts trap at the LA spilling the tea meet. He is actually charismatic and sweet in person. I get it. I mean, I mean 100%. That's I why agree. they are great mascots for Tom Tom when they come in and they, they get the party started. They're very good at that. You know, they are very charismatic. They're very, um, shorts is more of like a listener. So he like listens to people and he takes the time with people, but like a bad liar. Like bad liar. A very bad liar. I'm going to bring this um, photo up really quick just while I go through these because I'm going to give you guys the most cringe stuff. Okay. So last night, the Watch What Happens Live episode. Now, obviously, we know that last night Tom and Raquel made out. So Short said, in hindsight, his kiss with Rachel was not worth it. And he admitted that he learned in late August from a one night about the one night stand. He learned in late August about the one night stand with Raquel. Well, Sheena's wedding was August 20 something. So you learned in late August, which means you learned right after the wedding. And Andy Cohen did ask him, was it before or after the kiss? And he said, it was after the kiss. Well, like, uh, 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 he does that thing. I mean, listen, if there's one thing I believe Schwartz on is that kiss was not worth it. Not for her, not for him. That was the most awkward kind of kiss I've ever seen. That I don't even know what was happening. It was so weird. You make it. You can see he was like, God, it was gross. And you can see him chewing gum before too. And it's like, uh, well, we know you don't take care of your armpit hair, so I'm pretty sure you don't take care of your teeth. (laughs) You know, so that's all I was thinking about. It was nasty, but I really think. That this had been going on far before, and I think that um, I, th- I think that Schwartz knew about this way before. Yeah. I mean, that's just my thoughts. I agree. Um, okay, so then he also went on to say that since he learned about it in August, that you know he he felt like they had a one night stand, but then it slowly progressed and it turned into an emotional affair, which is no better. But then he said that. Sandoval came to him in January and said that he was actually in love with Raquel. And he said, to be honest with you, a lot of people out there knew it was an open secret of an affair, which what? Who's a lot of people? Who? Because I just, I could go through and list really quick. Sheena did not know. Lala did not know. James did not know. Lisa Vanderpump did not know. Andy Cohen didn't know. Ariana didn't know. Ali didn't know. Logan, Ariana's best friend, didn't know. I was going to say the friends that hang out with them who are not on the show didn't know. So who, everybody at Schwartz and Sandy's knew? So then, which makes it even more of an asshole situation because then, what, Ariana was showing up and everybody was like, oh, she's here. 
Well, I love how Tom kind of gave it. He's like, you know, I was giving Tom time because Tom said he was going to do the right thing and go about it the right way. Obviously, he got lost in that. And it's like, that is the problem, okay? Tom has every right. If you want to go do you and be who you are, end the relationship with Ariana. Have the discussion, the conversation with Ariana. Look, I have feelings for someone else. Before I pursue that and go do all that, I need to end this. That's how it should have gone. And whether Tom in his head... I, I don't know what he was thinking. I, I really don't. I mean, I, no one does. That's that's the mystery of it all. And that's why I can't wait for the reunion because we desperately want some answers. Which, by the way, um, Mary Harding, the bandmates knew 100%. But oh, yeah. we're going to yeah. get to the reunion um, speak in a second. Hold on real quick. He also said that he was fed a narrative that Tom attempted to break up with Ariana multiple times, that Tom placated him. And he asked, you know, why he didn't tell... Why, well, Andy Cohen asked him, why did you not tell Ariana about this? And he said, Sandoval did a good job of placating me and telling me they were broken up. That is your best friend. That is such a close incestuous circle of friends. Everybody knows everybody and they all know each other's business. And you're telling me that he told you he broke up with Ariana, but nobody's talking about it. And if he actually broke up with Ariana, don't you think that some people would be talking about it? Or when... You know what I mean? Don't you think yeah. it was a little bit bigger of a thing? Yeah. I Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we agree on that. Let's keep it going. He also said that Sandoval is not realizing the negative impact that this has had on his businesses, the ban, and last but not least, well, Ariana, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's always... Ariana's always thought about last, right? It, it's it, it's it, between both of the Toms when like when Tom Sandoval kind of made the statement about the business Schwartz and Sandys and to like leave that alone, leave the Yelp page alone. People's jobs are, are there, which I do agree with. But there was no mention of Ariana. And then here it's like Ariana's last thought, you know, to Tom Schwartz. And Ariana has been a very good friend to Tom. So that's it's so weird to to hear that. Right. But right. um, I to hear Tom say like, well, man, like Tom is just feeling the heat, you know, like he was just in St. Louis and people were like, you know, threatening him and, you know, and well, how were they threatening him by yelling cheater? I mean, God, you're a public figure. You kind of made a mistake. People are probably going to call you a cheater, you know, and someone wanted to pour beer on him. And I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) Who cares? You know, what I did agree with what Tom Schwartz said is no one should be vandalizing anything. Like no one should be going to Schwartz and Sandy's and like, trying to vandalize that, you know, as a way of getting back at Tom, you know, but he also said last night on watch what happens live. He's like, guys, Tom is really going through a hard time right now. And he knows what he did was wrong. So if you see him out on the street, just give him a hug. Hold on. I'm going to play you another reaction from one of our Vanderpump rules cast members. Bear with me. Okay. Here we go. I got to find it in our stories real quick. Hold on. This is great. As long as it comes up because it, I mean, ay, ay, ay. Okay, girl, come up here. Right here. Okay. Did Schwartzy really just say, if you see Sandoval in the street, give him a hug? We're atomic wedging his ass. We're punching. <laughs> oh 
straight in the dick. Do you agree, mom? I agree with whatever you said. This is like me and my mom. Are you a yes man to me? (laughs) (laughs) Do you promote me wedging people and punching them in the dick? Or just Sandoval? Oh, not everyone. So who? Maybe just Sandoval. Okay, cool. Every time I sit here and say, I'm over Sandoval. I don't want to see it anymore. One of those fucking people just meets another level of buffoonery. And here I am, here I am, having to school more motherfuckers on life. Uh, No. What Schwartz said has made me need to smack my vape 500 times, and I can't fucking find it. (gasps) Spotted. My gosh. Lord have okay. mercy. Listen, okay, here's the where I love Lala. I love Lala in person. I think she's great. Okay. She doesn't need to be schooling people though. Like that that's we don't have to be schooled. I don't know. Shaylee, would you guys hug Sandoval? I, girl, would you? I, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That that's a lot to ask. You know, there is something though that I think we all need to remember because we we get on here and I agree with what Schwartz said last time. I watch what happens live. We get on here, we talk about the show. Everyone is heavily invested in this. We're you know, it's like a the whole the whole nation's talking about it. Oh my gosh! Even though there's more important things happening in the world, um, this is just fun and it's it's what we talk about, right? But it is important to take a step back, take a few breaths. And just wait for that reunion and and let let that play out because I hear that Ariana, like like Tom said last night on Watch What Happens Live, Schwartz said, you know, I didn't know that she had that in her, but she came for Tom. She ripped Tom apart. And I think it was just kind of well, probably well deserved. And I can't wait to see it. No, I agree. Norma Maldonado. Hi, Norma. Thank you for the super chat. I'm going to the Canyon Club this Saturday night to see Sandoval and the most extras. Should I give Sandy a hug like Shorts suggested? No. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Norma. (laughs) Angie, this is a great point. Don't throw a beer on him from the guy who has thrown a drink on both Stassi and Katie. LOL, while I totally agree with not wasting alcohol, hearing it from Shorts made me smack my forehead. Yikes. That's a great point. Great comment there. I mean, listen. Okay, so... What can you say to that? What can you you, say to that? You can't. But hold on. There's more. Now, on top of this, Schwartz said that he's more upset with Sandoval than anyone, but he ended up getting lost in the sauce, right? He ended up becoming obsessed with Raquel. He's addicted to her. She is Sandoval's H-E-R-O-I-N. Okay? And I can't use the word, guys. I'm not just like a big baby. I mean, for now... Yes. For now. Yeah, he's infatuated. But how long is that going to last? I feel like Tom Sandoval, especially with the way... And I never want to talk about the way anybody looks or anything. Everybody in the live chat is talking about the way he looks, not me. But I feel like he's going to be one of like those creepy, dirty old men who had it for a little bit in Hollywood and they sit back and they look all creepy and stuff. And they just always want to hang on or gravitate towards something that's younger and younger and younger. Always within the reasonable age limit of being I mean I, I agree with you I could I could see I could see Sandoval like still thinking he's in it when he's you know when the rest of the world has moved on you know what I mean right right right, right. I can see that hopefully he he won't try to go for the the younger woman over and over again like give us a Lenny Hochstein now but to help us wrap off 
Like if you had to just imagine how this conversation went at the reunion. Like, what do you think? Uh, I don't even know because we don't know. Like we've heard that there might be three other like little sit downs individually with Raquel. Okay. There are going on Peacock or something, right? Or are they part of the reunion? We don't know. We don't know yet. I'm I'm guessing they would be part of the reunion. And I think there's going to be extended versions of the reunion on Peacock. Lord have mercy. Like, talk about I mean, content the ratings creation. are there. Promote the shit out of everything. I mean, yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the thing. I'll rewatch the reunion with the extra bits in there on Peacock. Um, I don't know how that's going to go down. I don't even know how it's going to start. It sounds like even at the beginning, it got heated right away. So... First five minutes, I, every, Andy said. First five, everyone's coming in with that energy, though. You know, like, there's not going to be a conversation until a little later in the conversation, right? Everyone has to let out what they've been holding in. So um, I really don't know. I I really hope though that we see a genuine, and I think we will see a genuine uh, apology or really acknowledgement of what Tom, like from Tom and what he's done. I hope that um, Ariana gets to say her piece, you know, um, I think a lot of other people would like to to say some pieces because now you're you're going back and you're watching season and season and season and and you're you're realizing the hypocrisy of Tom Sandoval throughout all of it. I mean, the hypocrisy of them all, really. Yeah, yeah. Michelle uh, Schwartz having no backbone is an act. He's a man child who just wants to be liked. Michelle, I agree. And thank you for the super chat. No, I think that this is... We know that this pops off within the first five minutes. We know that two people got into an altercation. It was one of the Toms and James Kennedy, 1 million percent. And that happens in the first five minutes of the reunion. So this is literally, like you said, they're all coming in with this pent-up energy, this aggression. And we're not getting it until the end of May. So I don't know. I mean... It's it's going to be wild, but I think that we pretty much covered everything. Guys, since we have almost 1,500 people in the room, this is absolutely crazy. We just wanted to go ahead and show you a one last time that we have... Jason, will you tell them about members only on Monday real quick while I bring this up? Yeah, of course, guys. So we have our <laughs> members only that we do every Monday. So you can join members uh, right from Adam's page or right below this video. Um, And every Monday we kind of talk about our experience at the Vanderpump bubble that we used to work in. And this is our new merch designed by Nicole Steffes. It is fantastic, guys. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love this. I love this photo. It. I mean, literally, look at that. It's amazing. Yes. And of course, as you guys know, I love that Shaylee put the crop top in here too. Uh, (laughs) As you guys know, for the new merch too, or any of the merch, if you have joined our members for $2.99 a month, well, it's worth it if you're buying merch anyways, because you get a discount on the merch. And that will be mentioned in the members only community tab. But make sure you go check it out. I'm curious what you guys say in the live chat about the merch as well, because I always like seeing how people are going to react. Sometimes I think something's going to be really great and people love it. And sometimes it's not what I thought. But for this one, by far, to date, this oh is taking God. the cake. Like, out of the park, huh? So yes. good. I mean, so it's good. taking the cake. And I keep on seeing a lot of people ordering the pink and blue, which makes me really excited because I always am afraid to put colors on the merch store. But look at this. How could you not put colors on that? So, I don't know. I'm just excited. All right, guys. So, go check that out. Um, love it. That's awesome. Love it. Thank you. Okay, great. 
All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow for our morning meeting at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. We are going to be doing a travel vlog from this weekend because Jason and I are going down to Miami to go hang out with someone who a lot of you guys will know. I think I might have mentioned it by now, but we'll just throw it in the travel vlog. That way you guys see. We're going to be catching up with a friend. And also thank you for the super chat, Vanessa D. This has been the craziest time. I just cannot believe I've allowed myself to get so involved. How do you guys deal with it all? Y'all are in it 24-7. Um, just in, it, it, you know what? Just to not take it so seriously. It's it's fun. It's fun to chat about. This is like a book club. You know, we're at that part in the book where we're like, holy hell, we didn't see that coming. You know, so it's just it's just fun to talk about, but can't take it yeah. too, too seriously, right? That's the only advice I'll take from Schwartz. Like, step back, take three breaths, and wait for the reunion. Yes. All right. Well, we have another video pre-record coming up your way today from leaked text messages that are coming out of Jersey. The Real Housewives of New Jersey leaked text messages. Yeah, I'm going to be posting that here in a little bit. I'm just trying to collect more information to see exactly how many of those text messages we can get our hands on. But... Thank you to everyone in the live chat for joining, engaging. Thank you to all of our moderators. Thank you for our super chat, super stickers. And Jason, are we done? We're done. Love you guys. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.